0: You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. And of course, we have to say goodbye to Discovery. This upcoming season will be its last, which means we are all, characters and audience alike, going to ball our eyes out. So, and thank you, Disco, for the gift of your final season and all the cathartic stories you've gifted to us. That's how I feel about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. one of the things we've talked about is that, yes, there are so many weepy moments um, even particularly for the characters where it's just like, is this going to be life or death? Is that going to be life or death? Is that going to be? And, <laughs> and, it, and it keeps happening. And I was thinking more on that. And, you know, one of, the, one of my like tough truth, as I always say with like tough talk, um, is that there are so many more moments than most people ever realize that are a matter of life or death for marginalized people in this world. And bringing those stakes into episode after episode after episode. um, There's something very real, very authentic about that, Um, you know, there were there, there still are plenty of moments. Um, and there were at times when it would be daily or even multiple times a day that I would just be leaving the house and have to go through the big checklist of like, is this really worth it right now? Do I actually think I'm going to get back home? Is it like there are so many times when I would have to do that three or four times even in a day and and I'd do it to myself. I do it quietly. You know, I don't know if the dogs pick up on it. Um, I certainly try not to like burden Sean with it, um, but I will go through it in myself and sometimes even like within the privacy of my Insta stories. Um, but that being a part of Discovery, it, it parallels something from the real world for a lot of people who are seeing themselves in Discovery as well. And, and I think it's a part of where like, I never mind it because it still feels so genuine um it is a lot to handle and for a lot of people it can be very burdensome even just trying to like experience and process even if it's not happening to them um and that's the truth of it like that's the true nature in it and so i i think there's something really um important about about this series and and so grateful for it
2: i um it's one of those things where a lot of people make the mistake of of wanting to seem like they know all um and not grow um, when it comes to, especially allyship. And I would love to say that I knew what the um, barrier gaze trope meant. I didn't. In fact, I didn't even know what it was until I started watching The Last of Us. And Mariah, you and I talked about this offline. Um, I didn't realize that that was a thing. And then I started reading about it and I looked into it and I was like, oh, this is gross. Okay, cool. Um, And I started thinking back on episode of discovery. And I was like, Oh, and they just killed Culver. Oh shit. That was a barrier gaze moment. And I was kind of like, not upset about it, but I was like, that's fucked up. And then they brought him back and they brought him back in a very star Trek way, like through the science that they had explained, just like they brought Spock back with his Genesis device. Like they brought Culver back, Culver back with the, uh, the mycelial network. And I was like, oh, okay, this is legit. And this kind of negates the theoretical mistake that they made in the first season. And like, I've learned so much about these things because of this show and because of you guys, honestly, like in having these conversations and like learning that it's okay to not know this stuff. Like you don't have to be perfect. And that's a line from fucking Picard. Like don't let perfect be the enemy of good. And like, you don't have to know everything. You just have to be willing to listen and you have to be willing to accept that not everything you know is the truth. Like the truth is more than just like black and white. There's so many shades of gray. There's so many things that color perception that you need to be willing to listen to this stuff. And discovery taught me that. And like I said, this podcast working with you, with both of you has taught me that as well.
0: BJ, thank you for sharing about um, what it's like and and how it parallels discovery and, uh, and it just makes me think huh, those who complain about that much emotion how privileged they are they don't experience that i i just think you're a gift when you speak uh, your truth and i appreciate you
1: i appreciate y'all
0: with that hey any changes you want um for the outro i mean i can say now bj um, instead of saying that you're going to New Zealand, I can now say you're an international playwright and performer. So you I'm, know,
1: I love that. Yeah, yeah, That <laughs> he is you're fucking that he
0: international is. man. Hey, was it a good trip?
1: It was flipping amazing. Everything, man, that, it, was
0: incredible.
1: it looked amazing. I highly recommend everyone goes to New Zealand. Um, the best way to describe it is that, like, as much as we try to be liberal and conservative and, pro- and progressive here. They're post-progressive.
0: That sounds so nice.
1: It was incredible. It was incredible.
0: Like they've solved all their problems and people get along?
1: Everyone gets along. They certainly haven't solved all their problems, but boy, oh boy, are they actively atoning and reconciling for their past. And they call it all out. They celebrate all people. It's, It's down to the simplest thing of at the different crosswalks. Some crosswalks when they have their like stop and go figures, you know, it's just people moving. Some of the stop and go figures are indigenous Maori silhouettes. Some of the stop and go figures are drag queens. Like this place is like no other. I have never felt as safe as I felt every moment in all of New Zealand.
0: Like that makes me feel so emotional. Like one of the reasons I love sci-fi is especially Star Trek is Maybe we've solved things in the future. It gives me a sense of hope, but the fact that that exists in some form right here and now—holy yes. shit! What a treasure!
1: It, it it was wild. It I was like I was all over the place with it. Of is this over the rainbow? Like is this Wakanda? Like this is this is insane. It was just wild. How how just I mean really everywhere you just felt safe. I wore more rainbows and fishnets in Wellington, New Zealand, than I have worn in my entire life anywhere else in total. Um, and all that would happen is that occasionally someone would be like, great style, and keep walking. And I was
0: like, oh my gosh.
1: Um, it was so why you- I extended the trip, because it was just like, this is this is a really hard place to leave.
0: <laughs> so are y'all moving there, then?
1: Um, there's, there's talks of w- what what that could look like in in you know maybe five to ten years maybe three to five years um we're definitely going back next year i'm going back to their fringe festival again next year i'm going to be bringing panda musical to the fringe festival again next year because they want me to bring it back um but yeah it's it it was incredible just absolutely incredible
0: i am so happy for you
1: forever changed Y'all gotta go. <laughs> I have a friend um,
0: who lives there. So I should visit her. Yes,
1: you should I, I hate to be the voice of
2: dissent <gasps> oh, because shit. it was such a good trip for you. And I'm like it. and I'm sorry, I really am. Um hey, you do you. I, I won't I won't go to New Zealand because of the very strict laws they have against um, anybody as far as immigration when it comes to disabilities, specifically autism. And my son is what? autistic and they will not allow somebody to immigrate to yeah it it, their disability laws against immigration are very very archaic and it's a fair conversation because we talk about star trek and how there's these great future but then we also see that there's still some ugly stuff that exists and this is one of them and like it turned my stomach when i read it because this is a fight that we deal with every day in our house is people who will be like, hey, look, let me let me put this little blue puzzle piece on my Facebook profile and therefore I'm helping autism. Well, you're really not because autism speaks, thinks some really, really ugly stuff and trying to explain that to them and them not understanding. And like the fact that a country that is so progressive, like New Zealand has such great laws and such great concepts and their uh, society is so inclusive would do something like this. And it's very hurtful to see in practice. And like it, it, I'm not, Smirching, your your great trip. I'm so glad that you did this. In fact, I was I was watching this trip in awe. I was like, this is so awesome. He's living the dream. Um, but that's just one of those things that sits in the back of my head with things like this. Is it's just like for all this good, there's still some really outdated mindsets that they have.
1: You're a thousand percent right. You're a thousand percent right. Um I I got to do some guest lecturing at one of the universities, and so I got to have a bunch of chats and conversations with some different educators as well. Um, and Wowzers! uh was there a clear across the board agreement on how how they might have a lot of things going in the right direction but they are certainly not without their flaws um and some of them including some of the exclusive practices and protocols that they have um are are still very harmful thousand percent thousand percent mike i
2: I'm really glad I brought it up. And the, and the reason why, um, since we're doing the discovery thing, we're just talking about our feelings. Um, I'm always afraid to dissent with my friends when they have passionate feelings about things because I'm afraid that they're not going to be my friends anymore when I do. Um, because that's just hardwired from childhood, you know? And like, I'm really glad that we were able to discuss this because the, I was afraid if I said this, you're going to be like, why did, why did Mike have to pee in the punch bowl? You know, like, why did he have to ruin this great thing? Um, but it's good to hear that people in New Zealand recognize this and they're like, look, we're trying to change it. Um, I've never come out and actually said it, but the reason why I lost any faith in William Shatner, because I used to look up to him as a kid. I thought he was an amazing actor. Cause I loved James T Kirk. I was like, I want to meet this guy. I can't because he is a staunch defender that, you know, autism speaks is the right thing that ABA is the right sort of treatment and when people, when adults with autism are telling him, no, this is not good. This was like torture for me as a child. It, it I got treated like a dog, essentially. Um, when I'm learning this sort of behavioral, uh, adaptation, um, and him saying, well, I don't care. I, will, I, will. I don't care about your real life experiences. That doesn't matter to me because I believe what the doctors say and the doctor who created ABA, if you didn't know is the same guy that created gay conversion therapy. And he clearly stated, autistic children are not human. They have to be taught how to be human. So when your childhood hero, one of your childhood heroes says that they're cool with that, that was the line for me. When I, when I read that that's what the doctor said about autistic children, it it made me like, like ball, like, like I was tears streaming down my face and I was like, and William Shatner thinks this is okay. Like it was, it was rough, dude. So anybody out there who's listening to this right now, and I'm not saying that this needs to change your perspective on William Shatner. If you love him because he was Ch- Captain Kirk, you have every right to do that. And I'm not going to change. I don't want you to change your perspective because of what I'm saying. Just look at it and understand that the, this affects real people. And he had no problem saying, I don't care what you think. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love you guys. I love your honesty and your sharing. And I love the creative energy you give this. And it's always a joy. And it's very healing to hang out with y'all. So thank you.